brand new banger. Banger. Knucklehead Comics Tuesday is fucking Tuesday. We got Lay in the building. We got Cap in the building. Cabs can't make it tonight, but he's here in spirit on Lay. My man, just chilling, brother. Chilling. What's up, Cap? How you doing? Doing pretty good. Is that in Father Goes Shamefully? That's my son. And the other guy goes shamefully. Orion goes, that's my father. Choose fear and hate to run your life. Something you can't do. That was wrong with me from the beginning. I was doing it that way. I was going to go down that path. I worried. You thought it was Grayson? Grayson. Sorry. Got hurt. <laughs> it's like, not him. Not him. I can bring for somebody, anybody that can help and remembers. Ah, freeze. The media. Oh, the Savage. Randall Savage. With his knowledge and all other shit and his capacity to learn. Absolutely. This, this is, yo, the only vegan I'll ever eat is, is grilled chicken wings. Because that's like vegan to me. You know what I'm saying? Because the chicken wings are supposed to be fried, but you grill the chicken wings, you put it in some sauce, and give it some blue wings cheese. Is vegan. That's that's vegan. Like regular moo cow fuck milk. Put it in some honey nut Cheerios. Vegan, because honey nut Cheerios <laughs> good for your heart. You know what I'm saying? Can I steal the question from Cavs? I huh? got it right. <laughs> I would also Shazam? like to steal. I would also like Damn, to steal. I would also like to steal. You're too late. Wow. I stay loose, I stay tight, I stay loose, I stay tight, I stay loose, I stay tight. I could do this all night, cause I do what I like. Yeah, I do what I like, yeah, I do what I like. Sipping goose, sip is right, and I go with the flow. Yeah, I go with the flow, yeah, I go with the flow. Cause I know I'm the show. In the zone, here I go, in the zone, here I go, in the zone, here I go. Yeah, they know I'm a pro. What's going on, everybody? It's the fucking Knucklehead Comics. We got Cap in the building. We got Ray in the building. Yo, show was here, but he left because he got scared. How is he always here before we do the intro? Word. Fucking dips. Word. <laughs> like, you still got a show? You weren't here when we started. Man, you're not getting any credit for this. Nope. <laughs> He's like that motherfucker that was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm part of the group project. 
Then it's like right at the end. Nah. <laughs> he was there when they assigned the teams. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for everybody that's playing the, the game at home, like Cap likes to say, it's your boy Toe Tags. We're in the building. Yeah. With, you know, but we're here, man. We're, we're going to talk about some stuff. I know Cap got all the facts. What Ray got all the facts in wrestling. Cap got all the facts in the comics. Facts. So we're gonna we're gonna turn the beat around and give the mic to Cap. Right, fact number one. No, uh, uh, big news today for anybody who's uh, paying attention to this. The writers have reached a tentative agreement with the studios. Uh, I think at some point today they were supposed to start the process of finalizing everything. So what's going to happen essentially is the proposal's in. The writers are now going to look over, make sure that what they agreed to is exactly what they wanted. Then they will sign the papers and then everything, well, not everything's going to go back to normal, but everything will start getting back into the process of being made. Uh, As of right now, the deal that the writers got was pretty beneficial to them. Okay. So the 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 uh, producers and the companies actually, from what I've heard, gave a little bit more than they wanted to initially. And uh, we're not going to hear the full extent of what they got until this deal is 100% done, signed, dotted, and all that shit. So that's the details are still to come. But as of right now, if you're a writer and you're not working on a struck project, so if you're doing like late night TV shows or other things that are not uh, that have not been impacted by the strike, they can go back to work. Uh, there's an agreement now that while everybody's getting hashed out and all the fine details are getting ironed, they can go back to work. As far as everybody else, we're still waiting on the actors, the actors guild to come to finish their deal. Once that's done. All the projects go back on. Deadpool goes back. I think Cap 4 is already um, finished. But anything that has either been started or wanted to be started or whatever can go back to work now Okay. based on that. So would they be able to promote now or still they would have to wait till everything goes into effect? So the actors will, once the actors come back off, once their deal is set, then, then they, they can, can go back and promote. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but right now we're waiting on the actors, which... The writers getting the deal they did actually benefits the actors. Yeah. Because you can have all the writers in the world. If you ain't got nobody to act in front of your camera, yeah. you ain't doing nothing. Yeah, that's gonna yeah. push that a little a little quicker than this. Um yeah. but no, this is good news at least. It's something, especially um that first part I'm I'm glad to hear because I have a friend that works on um the Colbert show. So at least that kind of stuff he'll be able to get back yeah, to. He, yep. He or she can go back to work. Yeah. So that's awesome to hear. But um, no, this is good news. Uh, this also means for the wrestling side, we just got the rocker. We're losing him already. <laughs> hey, John Cena gets to go back to doing shit. I know I know you you guys, especially Toe, is sad that uh, Matt Riddle has got let go. Yep. <laughs> the yeah. silence is definite. I'm I'm sad that I wasn't there to see it firsthand. <laughs> Don't want to be in the room when Dana White was like, "Yeah, we got to fire this guy again." Yeah, like, popcorn in hand, <laughs> steak ready. What is? It's no longer the Fatita Brothers, right? Yeah, it's uh, TKO now. Yep. Or um, Endeavor. 
that's what I'm saying. Like the Fatita brothers, they're no longer running. They they yeah, haven't been in the UFC for a while, right? Yeah, they haven't. No. Yeah, I was gonna. I was about to make an outdated reference. <laughs> like Lorenzo was back there, like, hey, who had this dude on the list? We got rid of him once. Like, yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> Fuck off, you cocksucker. <laughs> oh man. Hey man, listen, I'm not <clears throat> the one that told him to suck. No. Whoever gave him that advice had some wrong advice. <laughs> so now that everything's back on, what are you guys looking forward to that's that was in the works? Deadpool. Good shit. <laughs> Deadpool. Deadpool needs to get back on fucking schedule. Um, fucking is it a the Spider Man verse movie, the, the cartoon one? Needs oh, yeah. to get back on fucking schedule so we can get that to come out uh, closer. Well, I think I think they already they already pushed it back. Okay. No, yeah, that, that's regardless. Yeah, but I feel like at least it's not going to be in the twenty thirty now that we're going to get it. Yeah. At least by late 2027, we should be able to get this movie. Uh, what else? What else? Should have got this shit next year. Well, nah, we're, dude, su- we're supposed yeah. to, but all this fucking said. Um, yeah, they were, you know, I think that's actually better because it's never good if you fast track something like that. No, definitely. Especially how much detail they want to put it in anyway. Um, I'm looking yeah, but- forward to seeing now fucking um, Seth Rogen actually goes through with all these turtle projects quicker now because apparently yeah. he has the rights to be able to do a lot more shit yo so. everybody's everybody's probably like yo let's get everything we want done before this fucking shit happens again that man <laughs> and we thought we had too much film before yeah <laughs> we're about to get it was, it was everything late the last time they went on strike well I believe and i know for us 2008 was like yesterday yeah, but you know, it it was a little far back, but to be happening within that close of a time period, yeah, this, this is like Major League Baseball and the the fucking players union. Like, yo, our contracts up. What are we doing here? <laughs> so one of the interesting things about the story is that initially the producers were like, "Fuck it, we'll wait them out. We'll wait them out because in October they're you know nobody's gonna be able to pay rent." Nobody's going to be able to buy food and they'll be begging to come back. Well, it turns out that the writers called the bluff and was like, no, no, fuck y'all. You want to wait till October? Fine. Your whole fall lineup will be fucking dead in the water. Then what, assholes? And they went, oh, shit. We ain't got no TV for the fall? Nah, fuck it. Uh, what, what, what do you want? What's the deal? What are we making here? <laughs> Asuka. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be fucking Ahsoka on every channel. But <laughs> speaking of yo, which, my, the project I'm looking forward to the most is the Dave Filoni Star Wars movie. The shit that ties all the Disney Plus shows together. Mm. I'm I'm excited for the prequel of the, the the Ninja Turtles movie that explains what happened with those fucking horses. Because <laughs> you know, Kaz really got me. And I need to watch that movie again because you know, don't watch that movie when you're tired. You miss you miss the parts where, where what happens, and then you just see horses running around. Like, oh, there goes the horses. That motherfucker's on a horse. 
Yo, I can't wait to watch this movie. And not see one and, horse. No, and see oh. the scene that the 15 minute scene that explains exactly why they're there. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, they were the one thing they needed. Or the or the one scene where you see that there were cops on horseback somewhere in the background. You're like, oh that that's where the fucking horses came from. <laughs> it was the horse. <laughs> but I'm just excited for more sh- like yeah, everybody says there's too much. And as an t- avid TV watcher, there's no such thing as too much shows. Because you can sit there like, oh, there's too much shit to watch. Yeah, when I'm done with this one, I can go on to the next one. I like to have another show that I could watch. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be on some, all right, I finished this one. Now it's like, shit, uh, guys. Here's a question I'm going to pose to you, though, then. All right. As an avid TV watcher, you want more content to watch. Understandable. You like ice cream, right? Yeah. If you were in a room full of every type of ice cream you can fucking think of, except chocolate, wouldn't you be in that room going, yo, there's too much fucking ice cream in this bitch. What, no. what the fuck are we supposed to do with all this ice cream in here? No, if I was in a room with, with ice cream, with every flavor of ice cream except for chocolate, I would not be in that room anymore. I would right. be like, listen. But you're trapped in I the need room. Some. No way to escape. And, and do you know what? Then I'll shrink down to the molecular level, oh get out, God. and start saving lives. So this only proves my point. That if you're enjoying the content, then it's not too much. But if you're not yeah. enjoying the content, it's too much. Oh, but it all, it, everything I say is predicated on people having good shit. Like, I'm not going to watch garbage shit. See, the way I see it is... Y'all motherfuckers got your money now. No excuse. Let's make some good shit. So now I want to see the good shit y'all come up with. Because if it's bad, guess what? I'm going to fucking say it's bad. I'm going to shoot hope the <laughs> shit out of your motherfuckers. And there ain't nothing you could do about it to save your life. Oh, well, man. I'm going to give you... I'm Because you know I don't like being a hypocrite. I'm going to give you two things. One. One scoop well, of chocolate ice cream. The majority uh-huh. of the time, you got to remember, it's still these dumbass producers who are like, hey... Do this. And I, I'll give you, I won't call him a dumbass, but I'll give you this example. He's stupid as shit. Oh, yeah. No. George Lucas. There there are online. Nick Gilliard, I think, is was the stunt coordinator for the prequel trilogy. Yes. The guy who came up with the lightsaber duels and all that shit. He actually posted for free. You can watch on his YouTube channel the uh practice sessions and the deleted scenes. Like the fights that the way he wanted it, and you can go watch them compared to what we got. Oh uh, yeah, I saw. Him. And here, George be like, "Nah, we're not gonna do that." And you're like, "Why? Why would you not?" Sometimes producers put in what they want. It's not the writer. It's not. In this case, he's the producer and the director, but you know, sometimes it's not in the control. Of the person, and other times, you get a scene like where we're talking about. I talked about it when it first happened in episode one of Ahsoka. That's a Jedi ship. The Jedi have been dead for thousands of years now. Bring them on board. What? Or we'll get into it with this episode. Hey, Sabine, how'd you find me? Ah, don't worry about that. Can I just enjoy the fact? What? 
I'll get into why I have a problem with that when we talk about the episode. But yeah, sometimes maybe it is the writer. Sometimes it's not. No, but all right. So here's his the bullshit. Here goes the yoga session. They said, oh well, you know, they said in one of the books that um, Count Dooku said that uh, um, a Jedi that has two swords can't fight, or Jedi should only have one sword to fight with because that's the traditional way, or some bullshit like that. That if he picked up the second uh, lightsaber, he would be a hypocrite. I'm sorry, but if you're supposed to be the best. And then Yoda comes out and starts whooping your ass. Wouldn't you be like, ah, but I am not left-handed. And, you know, <laughs> you come up with something different to get the upper hand. This ain't about being a hypocrite. Now it's about surviving. Am I wrong? you rather die to live by those fucking rules? No, you're not wrong, but there are... There are rules to it. Just like in a UFC fight. Where you're like, yo, why don't this dude just do this? And and the UFC, if you watch UFC, and you're like, yo, this dude's beating him in the stand-up. Why don't the fuck he just grab him, take him down? Well, there's no rules against that, but maybe this guy can't. Yeah. And it's just an unwritten, we know he can't, so he's not going to try, regardless of how good that would be. But with the force, there literally is. So the way it works is there's a force bubble potentially that you put around yourself that prevents everybody from just walking up and fucking choking you from halfway across the room. And anytime somebody gets to use the force on you, they broke the, they broke the bubble. They broke the barrier for that moment. Like count, like they said, Obi-Wan's weak. So Count Dooku found a way to break it. That's how he threw him. In episode two, which I just watched recently, it's not like I got a photographic memory, but <laughs> like, so that's how that shit works. That's why if you watch that fight between Dooku and Yoda, <laughs> Dooku literally says, "Well, there's no way we could fight each other with our extensive knowledge of the Force. It's useless. We're gonna have to do this with the fucking. It's not verbatim, but he's like, yo, we're gonna have to do this hand to hand, and they bring out the sabers." Yeah, that's because every time he threw the lightning at him, Yoda fucking caught it and threw it back at him. Yeah, because this... <laughs> Dude, that's one of the badass things that I've ever seen. Where it's like, oh, y'all didn't know I can use lightning. Zap, zap, zap. And then here comes Yoda. It's like, oh, y'all didn't know I could just catch it. My man Yoda <laughs> said, um, that's that's day one training. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm uh, thousands of year old. It's called the force. And yeah. I focus it here. Yeah. And stop. And there's not <laughs> <laughs> thousands of year, years old, cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, but and that's that's something like I understand there's unwritten rules and there's some kind of new you don't want to play with and all that. But then there's other times where you can make an exception. You know what I'm saying? It's like all those henchmen that work with the Joker knowing that the Joker kills his own people. <clears throat> but they still there. Like Yeah, but I don't Dooku could have picked up a fucking if he's so honorable in this fucking sword shit, why is he doing all these sneaky shit and throwing half a half a building at Yoda and well, doing all this shit? Because he is a dark side user. He can use two fucking sabers. 
So okay. So now now I understand where you, there's seven different fighting styles for Jedi and lightsaber combat. And generally the way it works is the first one and two are your training ones. That's what they what they tell you how to manipulate the sword the lightsaber in your hand. Right? Yeah. Two is really good against a certain thing. One is just basic training. Say uh, style three is what Obi Wan does, and that's more defensive. So that he's good about taking out blast of fire, and he's more like um, which which your boy uh, Floyd Mayweather. He's more okay. of a defensive fighter, and he's really? gonna look for oh. openings. Dooku and I uh, I forget what Anakin is. I think Anakin's like four or five, which is the more aggressive style. But uh, form seven, I think that's Yoda and uh dooku which is a more fluid more flourishable style and fighting with two lightsabers although you can do it for somebody who's a master of a particular fight style it's not natural for him to pick it up like he won't he wouldn't think about getting a second one because i'm so good at this form I don't need the second one. Okay. That's, that's kind of why he wouldn't do it within the context of Star Wars. All right, so let's let's um let's go on another Star Wars subject. I was watching a video where it explained why Darth Vader was actually impressed slash shocked at seeing Luke's Luke uh, Skywalker's green saber when he was talking to him and then he was examining the lightsaber and he turned it on and he saw it was green and they were saying one because the green saber at that time meant he was a grandmaster which is a level that anakin didn't reach but also it was like the blue shit is more aggressive and you lead towards more uh fighting with the saber than with the force so he was surprised that that was luke style and two he was surprised that and how good the saber was constructed as opposed to the first time he fought Luke and took his saber. Yeah. And the reason why he was surprised at the green part is because he had a vision that him and Luke were together in the dark side and um uh who's Palpatine's master? Plagueis. Plagueis came and lit them both on fire and he watched Luke die. And then the machinery around him melted and he died in that flame. And when he saw that the, the, the saber was green, it was like, oh, shit, this is like a premonition. And I saw how Padme died. So this is how Luke must die. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this is all a story that's based off of a book, but it correlates to that one scene. Do you think that's that's stretching it to make it go with the movie or so the surrounding all right this is my opinion because i haven't read the book to answer your question kind of what i think is the more logical step without Plagueis and all that other shit what i think is probably the most true is you strike the lightsaber so you know 
that the lightsaber he had the first time before you was yours. Yeah. So you know he didn't make it. You know he did. It wasn't his. So when you see him make his and it's green, well, green means you're strong in the force. So to see that and like, yo, this kid went three days of training with Yoda, fighting me the first time, get lost his hand, did nothing. Now he's come back and he's strong in the force. That I could see as being a moment of not only shock, but slight pride. Mm. Because you're like, yo, this kid was just as just as naturally gifted in the force as I was. With the main with the main part of it, which we talked about before, is Luke, his mission and his strength comes from what Qui-Gon Jinn was fucking talking about. Not distancing yourself, not giving away all fucking attachments. It's your compassion. You're attaching yourself to things. And Luke's compassion is what eventually turned Vader back in Anakin and flipped that switch. And I can see seeing the green, knowing that Luke made this. Okay. If he's, if he, if I see all this sign here, when he extends the hand to come back to the light, that's the right path. I can see that. Okay. As, as a possible like explanation. But again, that's just my opinion. But... <clears throat> that make that makes sense. Um The crazy shit is you just mentioned and my mind went to what I wanted to say and then I just lost it. But you said he 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 was Qui-Gon Jin in the 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 original 3 and then turned in the fucking ultrasonic Jedi master no one can be next to me fucking Luke and he got rid of all of his attachments it kind of was like he was the total opposite and the way he was with Vader could have been what turned Kylo Ren back yeah this is the thing right you can look it up online there are countless interviews of Mark Hamill and this couple sitting next to Daisy Ridley where he's like, yo, I don't agree with what with what Ryan Johnson did with Luke. But he paid me. He's like, this is no longer my story. It's no longer my character. He paid me to do a job. I'm coming in and I'm doing the best with my ability to do the, you know, to do what he asked me to do. There's, there's one where he was like, he was talking to, uh, he was talking to somebody with Daisy sitting there right there. And he's like, "Yo, I don't, I fun again. I don't agree with what he did with Luke." And he's like, "And to have Ray and uh, and Finn separated, it's like that that wasn't good either for the movie." And Daisy Ridley's sitting there like, "Yeah, everybody felt like that, but we did what we did, and you know." She literally said, let's see in 20 years what people think of the story then. Because there there was a flip when the when the prequels came out, 
the prequels were not popular. Yeah, they made money, and mo some the the prequels were popular because the kids who saw it at the time, this was their Star Wars. Yeah. So the kids were latching on because they don't know anything. This is their oh shit! This is the first time we get to see Star Wars in the theater. And this is great. Darth Maul looks cool. And now uh, all this shit looks cool. And the fight scenes. Yeah. yeah. But everybody else is like, <laughs> everybody who's old enough to watch it the first time going, no, 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 man. What? Trade federations? What? The fuck is all this? <laughs> but now it's flipped to where now everybody who wasn't on board understands a little bit more what's happening and i'm one of them i like i said i recently just watched all three films again and got a new understanding about it and they're not as bad as i originally thought you know why and they originally maintained you know why because of the clone wars <clears throat> yeah i think that i definitely think the context of the animated series made that a whole lot a whole lot more palatable yeah but so now let's let's see in 20 years if it if the same thing happens with the sequels where everybody who was young now watched the sequels and like yo this shit is good this is our star wars kylo ren's a badass ray's fucking dope finn did this pose this blah 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 babu freak is fucking cool all this i shit. like babu freak and now and everybody who knows is like but there's no plan but they did this again. But they, let's see if it flips. And in 20 years, we're like, you know what? Maybe the sequels weren't as bad as we once thought. I hope it's not because 20 years from now, we get another set where they're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, I didn't... Listen, everyone knows I like this, the, the sequel trilogy. I like them. But it was for a different thing. It was like, you know, we got uh, BB-8. Yeah. The, the fight scenes, they killed off um, Han Solo. It was one of those things. Like, they, I felt like they took it to a new level where it was tamed a little bit. Or you would see that in the books or in the lore. Okay. You know? Where, you know, fucking Kylo Ren killed his father right there on TV. You know, we saw it. It wasn't in the book that, you know, they made up a story. We saw it. He almost killed his mother, but he, you know, he came back. It's like my greatest story of Darth Vader was he's fighting alongside former um, uh, clone troopers. And he doesn't know who he's fighting with. But while they're fighting, one clone trooper and Darth Vader recognized each other's fight styles. And tactics that while they were fighting, the clone trooper, you know, got shot and Vader went up to him and the clone trooper took off his mask. Vader took off his mask and he was like, I knew it was you, Anakin. And he knew the, the, the clone trooper and they showed respect to each other. And that was when he put the mask back on. That was when Vader hated Anakin even more because he let it slip. It was like he only showed that compassion for Ahsoka, for that clone trooper, and I think for another person. And that was explained how Vader and Anakin are two completely different people. And hearing that story is like, yo, that's so fucking deep. Because that makes Anakin's story, like, that makes Anakin more dynamic, 
especially when we see him turn in the original series, right? But then when you hear that there was an actual fucking Jedi that the Sith kidnapped and mind-fucked him to turn Sith, and then the Jedis came back and unmind-fucked him and he turned Jedi, but then he got so... uh, His brain broke, and half of his brain was Jedi, half of his brain was Sith. The Sith and the Jedi had a team up to fight him. You hear shit like that, and it's like, okay... Now it's like, all right, Vader was almost going through the same shit, but he did it to himself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it, it's like, this is the shit I want to see on screen. Yeah. Did, I just want to point out, for the record, my biggest problem with the sequel trilogy is the missed opportunities. Yeah. Like, Captain Phasma. Captain, see, what, what bugs me, like, with Captain Phasma is she's Bubba Fett. If you watch the original trilogy without reading anything about Bubba, if you watch this the original trilogy, the dude's on screen for 15 minutes across three movies, and he lost because they bumped into his backpack. Yeah. Like, he's the lamest motherfucker around <laughs> based on just the original shit that they fucking told us. Yeah. Well, now, Captain Phasma, in this is what I'm saying. Instead of learning, they just did the same shit. They made a cool-looking character, completely fucking useless. Died not because Finn kicked her ass, but because she fell off a fucking thing. Like, Finn picks up a lightsaber. That goes nowhere. Like, there's a, a whole bunch of shit they could have done. Now, we, we discussed it here. The original shit that, Luke, uh, that George Lucas wanted to do, where Darth, Va- uh, Darth Maul now ran the syndicates in Tatooine took over for the Huts, and was running Spice and trying to undermine Leia, who's now the Galactic Chancellor, who's trying to create peace. Luke's doing his thing with the Jedi Order, rebuilding it, and it's the grandkids now, or the kids now. And Darth Maul has Talon, his second lieutenant, who's a female Dathomir, coming out to fucking shit up, and now they gotta try to stop. That shit is the story they should have went with. But Bob Iger got cold feet and said, hey, let's let's do let's play it safe for the first one. There is no safe. <laughs> well, what? there is no see here's why they here's why the writer strike happened, here's why the actor strike happened, yeah. and here's why they'll never learn. There is no safe. I just told you they played it safe. They played it safe on purpose. Force Awakens over a billion dollars at the box office. Yeah. Last Jedi over a billion dollars at the box office. Rogue One, which is the best out of the new shit, billion dollars yeah. at the box office. Even that made a billion dollars. Skywalker, at a billion or close to a billion, they all made billion a billion dollars. What is there to learn? <laughs> what lesson did you take away if your main concern is making sure this shit is profitable? You didn't learn anything. You're Bill Cartwright. You're the guy who yeah. sat on the bench his entire career, but turned around and like, yo, I got six NBA rings. What the fuck are you talking to me about? <laughs> like, what did you do? You didn't do nothing? No offense to Bill Cartwright, but... <laughs> I hate you. But... That's why I like the shows. Because at least it shows 
they take some liberties. We get to see the assassin from the Clone Wars and Boba Fett. You know, we're, we're getting to see Ahsoka with the two white blades. You know, yeah. we got Vader. We actually got a fucking Vader that was dominant and shit, but we also got to see that, you know, he wasn't where he was supposed to be at when he was with Obi-Wan. The only thing that they took a liberty on and it was a little bit too much of a liberty was Princess Leia and Obi-Wan. I mean... (laughs) Bill Cartwright sounds like Ray. Damn. Yo, Ray's a... Ray's a valuable member of this team. He held it down on that Monday when Toe decided to take spring break and never come back. That was show. We can blame that shit on show. (laughs) He's here every podcast. Never takes off. I I might have to take off this week. (laughs) Look at that. Immediately makes me a liar. I mean, what more do you want? How can you not love this guy? You're you're a bad influence, Pete. He was a good boy till you got here. Exactly. <laughs> it is your fault, show. You wanted to take 17 <laughs> hours to, to drive two hours. <laughs> Yo, I, I wasn't, but I, I had a headache when Toe was telling me that story. I'm like, nope. I was yeah, pissed off in the back. Like, stop pressing the button. Stop pressing the button. Word. The goddamn button one more time. <laughs> Grills is almost fucking Stone Cold stunning your ass. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> 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 no facts. <laughs> Yo, listen, man. I'm still waiting to say the Bronx. This one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Shit. But yeah. So Ray, what do you think? Like, what is what's some shit that you would want to see in, uh, or they could have did in the the, the sequel trilogies. See, I the worst part with me, I think, when it comes to these films is I always try to go in just open-minded to whatever they give us. Like, I don't want to predict because I feel like we're expecting too much. Like, I, yeah. I, That's why with this show, I started out with, okay, I'm not liking the start, but I'll give it a chance. And then they proved me. They, they said, here you go. And it's been up from here. Since I said that in the first episode we did of this, I've been wrong since because I've fucking enjoyed the hell out of the fucking show. But I feel like with the films, it's always just a, we kind of want more than they want to give at a time. Like they've built that foundation. I kind of, I, I don't think I would change anything because I feel like it would make us tweak. And then it's like, oh, but then we don't get this. We don't get this. We don't get the random fucking Captain Enoch on the last episode. <laughs> like they'll, they'll subtlety give us some new shit. It's just, yeah. we have to wait for it to not just, we're, we're never going to get the original fucking children. It would never be to, that great, which I, I enjoyed it. My bad for, for others that might not. Um, it's, it's, I don't know. To me, it's, it's fine as is. It's just, it makes us go through some grit in order to get to the good part. Yeah. Uh, I didn't hate the sequel trilogy, but... Yeah, I agree, man. Finn is the number one biggest missed opportunity. Because there's so much shit you could have done with Finn. Yo, um, I'll tell you one thing. Because what Ray was talking about, how he didn't go in there anticipating anything or trying to predict something, it made me 
look at all these fucking. Oh shit! She took a deep breath after they made the mention of the word blue. It's fucking Sky Destroyer. It's Sky Destroyer. He was like, oh, she, you see how Ray didn't know how to use the lightsaber, so she just started swinging it, but she stabbed. So she's Palpatine's granddaughter because Palpatine, that was his fighting style. Wait a minute. The difference between a Marvel fan or a comic book fan and a Star Wars fan is there's math involved. Because there's, I swear to God, it's like you got to be a fucking genius, a rocket scientist to come up with the fucking shit you do when you come up with theories for Star Wars. Like, my man straight out was like, yo, did you see that little... I'm not shitting you. Did you see when they went through warp speed, there was a little shadow. That was the Mandalorian with fucking... With, with Groku when they were doing the the time travel. Remember when he, he saw the, the, the yeah, fucking whale? The like, that the was him. That was him. It has to be. Like, yo, bro. There's different colors everywhere. Like, I, I, I can understand. Maybe the movie that was him. But to pull that shit out of your ass, which they always so do, oh, like, yeah. bro, you can ex, you can inspect yourself with kidney stones. That's how deep you went in your ass to pull that one out, dude. Blame Marvel for that, and I'll say why you blame Marvel for that. Iron Man Two. There's the little kid with the spider helmet, with the Spider Man mask. Yeah, right. Or no, it was an Iron Man mask. Iron Man mask. Yeah. Everybody in the mother turned around and said, that should have been Peter Parker. That's Peter Parker. That's Peter Parker. That's Peter Parker. And Marvel turned around and went, fuck it. Sounds good to us. Peter Parker. That It's canon that that kid is Peter Parker. 100% canon. So now, flash forward to this, I believe it's less of a theory and more of a if we say this loud enough, maybe they'll make it happen. Yeah. So it's more less of a theory, more of a wish. Which this is really gonna bake your noodle now, because a little preview before we get into the episode. They have noticed that Ben uh Ben fucking skull Bainan uh fuck's his name? Balin. Oh yeah, the Pete was just mentioning him. Balin has uh, on his belt, something that looks like a green kyber crystal. And they have translated what's on his wrist. And he he has a wrist with a screen that has Arabesh written language on it. And it does literally translate to Luke, Leia, Han, Ben. He has the names of Anakin's fucking family on his wrist. Well, he's trying to kill him or something? That's what we don't know. Mm. We don't know if he's when was to, this, he, huh? When did they show that? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can find the thing. You see what never, I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Ex- I never, never saw his fucking wrist. Yo, 0.5 second on this episode. Yo, this I shit moment. you not. These motherfuckers are watching this shit in fucking frame by frame. Yo, they have to watch I, it frame by frame. You know what's funny? Before we before we got on for this, I was trying to find if anyone. Tried to do some shit about uh, or Enoch or Enoch, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, I was like, I want to see if someone's gonna break down what this motherfucker means. Because <laughs> I rewatched it, I'm like, I just Google search because I want to see how many times fucking people did this. Gold fucking stormtrooper. 
Bro, when I tell you, I think it said the stats were like 72,000 Google searches. Because that's how quick people are trying to see the conspiracy theory. Yeah. Fucking, like, bro, people want to fucking find anything. Like, come on. And uh, everybody has Enoch and the biblical kids. Yeah. Yo, the fucking three women that they all talk as one with the echoes and all. I saw all that shit and I said, yo, listen, that's that's dope. But like I said for Marvel, I do not like when shit like that has to be explained to me from someone outside of the 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 show. Yeah. Because now it's like that sounds cool. And maybe that's what he was going for. But I don't believe that's like I don't believe that that's what that is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, because that's not what you're showing me. So, that's not what you're showing. People took this frame. Right? Jesus. Okay. No, no. I can see that clear as day. That's just the. No, so here's where they broke it down. They zoomed in. Okay. And they found out what each letter is because this is an actual language in Star Wars. Each one of those symbols correlates to a letter. And this is what it is. The the actual name, Luke, Han, Leia, Ben, Chewie, C-3PO. But he has, and we don't know, we don't know if he's hunting them, if he wanted to speak to them, yeah. if if it's just a fucking coincidence. Not a coincidence, but just a thing that Dave Filoni threw in there for the no. people. Or, you know, it's one of those one of those things where it's like, if you're gonna look, here, you want to find something, figure this out. Look at that. Yeah. See, that's, that's I was wrongly translated though, because we know what it actually says. Well, you subscribe know, subscribe to the Knucklehead Network. Yeah, it's supposed to be that ass. Name, facts. And you no, know, we we paid that. It was supposed to be there, but so so if all right, let's 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 fucking turn up the heat right. and start doing some yoga. Because oh, what did he tell this girl? I'm not training you to be a Jedi. I'm training you to be training something di- something, something different, something else. Yeah. And he goes, I like the idea of the old ways. <laughs> He didn't like the whole weakness and all that. Who is not a product of the old ways, but is a fucking master of the Jedi fucking of the Jedi ways of the force? Luke. Luke. Who's someone that Luke teamed up with in an incon- unconventional way, un- unconventional way? Ben and Chewie. Or uh, Han oh. and Chewie. Who's yeah, also someone who's also someone that trained in that form that he mentioned that that um uh Ezra did. It was the 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 the, the wooden stick shit. Um, because he mentioned it in the show. He, oh, he was he's a something Jedi. Oh no, uh, they they he said he's a broken Jedi. No, 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 no. There there was like um, he he actually said a name that he was trained that way, like a wild. Uh, I'm gonna have to fucking put it up. <laughs> but when they were looking at the shit that that uh Sabine killed those people, yeah, he's yeah, like he was I, trained outside of the the the, the thing. Yeah, I think I think it's he said broken Jedi. No, it because when I watched the the the, the breakdown of it, it meant wooden stick, a wooden sword. That's what the word that he used meant. Okay. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, he would have trained Kylo Ren that way, or Ben Solo, and who's his robots? R2-D2, C-3PO. What's one thing that this guy would think? 
He's the last Jedi. Luke Skywalker is the one that that turned Darth Vader. He has to have one of the greatest connections to the Force based of all the stories that they had because Anakin was the one, the chosen one. And then he has all these people around him that are not Jedi, but would be considered Force sensitive. He has to be an anomaly. So what is he doing? He's looking. He's probably looking for them to either mat- like be the anomaly also. Like the, the the fucking shit that they said in the in the prequel trilogies where Ben Solo and, and Ray were Oh the dyad in the Yeah, form. the dyad like he could be looking for a dyad of Luke or he could just be looking for something to make him as strong as Luke. Because they like they said, they're afraid of something that's there on that planet and it could be that big ass fucking bullshit that, that that gave Ezra the, the power or um that gave that told Kanan not Kanan um that show Kanan how to fucking be yeah, blind. How, yeah, yeah, how to use the force to see. Yeah. yeah. Or other people have I've I've saw before where um the Mortis arc, the son, the father, and the daughter. Yes. This might be the son. Because again, Balin in Norse mythology is the white wolf that chases the sun. Yeah. So this could and this could be the sun, the dark side. Yeah. Or which I'm not going to be mad at if this is, because this is pretty ballsy to do. The wills. You guys know what the wills are? The Will Will Smith. No. Will I yeah. am. Yeah. <laughs> Balin's chasing the ability to slap motherfuckers from across the room. Mm. I can't Falcon wait Jedi. for episode eight where Ahsoka shows up and Balin's just like keep. <laughs> Keep General Tao's name out your motherfucking mouth. Alright, hold, hold on, give no. me one second. I don't know if I should talk. Yeah, Jedi. Huh? He's he, he, poking Jedi. Okay. That's the he goes. He comes from a breed of poking Jedi that were trained in the wild. Okay. I feel like uh, broken if, sounded better, but we're gonna go with poking cheddar. Yeah, because it, apparently that means the wooden katana sword that they were using or some shit. But gotcha. But yeah, so yeah. the wheels are I was, what I was gonna be a poking Jedi, but it's kind of illegal to just walk around poking. But I mean, <laughs> just poke, 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 poke. Uh, no. So the wills are the living embodiment. Of the force that's within your metachlorian cells and shit like that. If you watch the Clone Wars, uh, Yoda gets actually sent down and talks to the Wills. Okay, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so that was going to be a part was of it, George uh, Lucas's sequel was, trilogy. Was that when he was trying to figure out how to train Obi Wan? When Qui-Gon was trying to show him how to become a Force ghost and how okay. to become even more powerful in the Force. Yeah. So that it could be the wills, okay. which is kind of bonkers bananas, but if done correctly, who knows what the fuck's gonna happen. My only issue with this is twofold. One, if we're leading to the sequel trilogy, we already know. It's nothing. It's Palpatine. Yeah. 
Well, like my uh, the joke that I love to say all the time. You know that that thing. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe she's yeah. born with it. <laughs> that I always go. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Palpatine. But the uh, so that's one, two. It sucks for his family. But Ray Stevenson's passing. Now they have to. They can't continue with that character. And that arc, he has to, he has to go. By the end of this, yeah. Unless he died, the the, huh? the, 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 the actor died. died. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what I was. I was kind of hoping. That's why I said last week. Like, I hope there is a like either she kills him or leads to someone killing him. Because if not, it's like shit. To think what they would have done with him next. Yo, if he doesn't just die. This guy. He has to be the greatest. One of the, well, I mean, we know he's one of the best actors around. Mm -hmm. But look what him and Liam Nielsen did. Mm. Liam Nielsen took one movie and took a character who was on screen and died at the end of it, Qui Gon, and made him an iconic Jedi. Yep. He's definitely my favorite Jedi. And that's a movie that I didn't even like. And I still was like, yo, if I'm anybody, I'm Qui-Gon. <clears throat> so Ray Stevens took this character who isn't, as far as we know, not connected. Until they tell us concrete who's, if Plo Koon's his master or if anyone, somebody else's his master. Until we know, he's not connected to shit. And he made it so that him and Shin are like some of the best fucking characters. We got new characters. We're like, yo, great motivation, great acting, great action. They look cool. They look menacing. They actually, you know how fucking cool it is to see Shin look creepy as fuck, look badass as fuck, take on Sabine, and like, yo, you, Sabine ain't gonna stop her. Especially in that first or second episode. Yeah. No, the first episode. When they had the fight, you're like, yo, you ain't stopping Shin. But then when she's standing next to Thrawn, and Thrawn's like, yo, go kill him. And she turns around and goes, wait a minute, but we had a deal. Wait, yeah. you didn't tell me that you're all these menacing qualities of the dark side? But you're still like, no, 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 motherfucker, hold up. I don't like this. What we are had you a, doing? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. That's um, That's... That is the opposite. That's the kind of bad guy that I like. That's like, even in then, it's like, nah, but I made a promise. An honorable bad... Because this, this, that's one of the things where it's like, it's an honorable bad guy where, like you say, you can follow him. He just has different motivation. Yeah. It, you, know, it, you know what it is, though? It still makes him... He's still bad enough that it's like, okay, cool. We don't have sympathy, but it's like, you know yeah. what? I kind of understand. It's yeah. like, yeah. It's, it's... But the, so the yeah. foreshadowing or the complexity of having a character like that makes a turn that much greater. So if she does go to the light side, we see why. Yeah. If she stays in the dark side, we see why. It's not a thing of like Ben or uh, Kylo. It's not a thing of well, 10 minutes ago, he was on the dark side, completely got stabbed. 
Then his mom called out to him in the force, and now he's like, well, fuck it. I'm Ben again, baby. Let's kick the shit out of some Knights of Ren. Like, as cool as that scene was, and I I don't give a shit what anybody says about the sequel trilogy. That little fucking, when he's surrounded, that little fucking, oh, here we go. That's some cold ass shit. Yeah. Dumb. When you're looking at your boys, and you're like, fuck it. Let's go. Yeah, that was some shit. But yo, so and w- one of the things that we uh, haven't mentioned yet, when he's talking to the witches, or when he's there and the witches are talking. Well, you want to get into the go- episode? Well, I just want to say this one yeah. thing, then we'll, it, because it, it goes to when she goes, it reeks of Jedi, and everyone instantly looked at Sabine, and then the camera pointed at him, and he did the fuck like they can sense it, like yeah. it would like because you said he blocks it, so it's almost like. Fuck, they know. And then he's like, Well, if I don't say nothing, they're gonna just go after her. He's like, all right, good. That's it. But he's the Jedi. He's yeah. the one that they sense. Yo, I like the fact because I've seen this, I've seen this too. How every a couple of people are like, yo, what? Why the fuck would they point at Sabine? Sabine's not a Jedi. Well, motherfuckers, if you're paying attention, even Sabine turned around and was like, don't look at me. What the fuck you looking at me for? I'm not. Yeah. Even she acknowledged that it was not her. <laughs> She's like, I must have a soak of scent on me or something. I don't know. I got a saber. It's not even. Her. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's about it. But so the movie that that you said this guy's making that's all the TV shows, right? So. The the proposed movie, as it last stood, is Dave Filoni's doing a movie, which will be a sort of conclusion to uh, Ahsoka, Mandalorian, and maybe possibly Book of Boba, where the characters from there are going to um, endgame style team up to fight whatever the fucking big bad is. Initially, I thought it was Thrawn. But whatever Balin sensing, it could be that. But we don't well, who, know. Who, who took over after Vader? Who took over what? Vader's position, pretty much. Because we so had that, Snoke out of nowhere. That's the thing. It was supposed to be Maul for, the, for Lucas's sequel trilogy. And Talon, I, I believe the name is Talon. Those were supposed to be the new Sith, the the master and the apprentice. Yeah. Canonically, now, just the First Order and Kylo Ren. But how was it going to be Maul? Didn't didn't uh, Obi Wan kill him and bury him in Tatooine? I mean, death is not permanent. I mean, we saw the body. Yeah, but again, <laughs> the same Fast and Furious, even with a body, they not unless dead. Maul is that connected to the force that he turned <laughs> no. himself into a force ghost. So, no, here's one thing that I think is lost in translation, or I, I don't know if I mentioned. I think, and I could be wrong, but I'm 100, I'm 80% certain that the sequel that George Lucas wanted to do was before the. Clone War shit. 
Because okay. I think um, that was the well, new before season before Rebels. Because uh, Darth Maul died in Rebels. Yes. To Kenobi. And I think he had the prequel, uh, the sequel trilogy, set up for even before Rebels came out. And that was just his idea. So I don't know how set in stone it would have been or if they would have changed that. So do we have Luke in yeah, the in I, this movie? Because he technically was in Mando. Yeah, I would dude. Why would you not? Like if you if if you're calling motherfuckers to band together to stop something, why wouldn't you call A the strongest Jedi you have right now? And yeah. be the motherfucker who showed up and stopped the last big thing. <laughs> Why would yeah, you all those fuck? monsters, all those uh, robots and shit. Yeah, no, no, but I'm not even talking about that. Oh, I'm talking about Vader. he stopped the Empire Invader. Yeah, and freed the galaxy the last time the galaxy was at threat. Why would you then not call him back? And as much as I, as much as I like to see Mark Hamill CGI face do his thing. Get Sebastian Stan, the guy who plays Bucky, give him the fucking Mark Hamill haircut, and let him loose on the goddamn screen. We can. We don't need a whole movie of CGI face. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, all right, before we get into the episode, one thing that you keep mentioning that should have happened in the prequel trilogies is when the. All the old Jedi and the Darth War, they had that war and the Ghost Wars yeah. or whatever. I would have loved to have seen a snippet of Vader versus Anakin. Vader versus Anakin. I would have loved to see that. Yeah. I mean, yo. <clears throat> just imagine the fucking rematch. We get Vader and Anakin standing toe-to-toe. And the rematch, where you see Obi-Wan, you see Maul, and you're like, oh shit, once again, Darth Maul's gonna go after Obi-Wan, and it cuts, and oh no, it's Qui-Gon. We get the rematch, Qui-Gon and Maul. And Qui-Gon gets to enter the force, uh, get to echo the phrase, you've cut me down. And I become more, I become strong, more stronger in the force than you'll ever know. Or some shit to that effect. I forget the exact line. I think that's close to it. Is that what uh, Obi-Wan said to Vader? Yeah, Obi-Wan said, if you strike me down now, I should become even strong more. I should become even stronger than you know, or stronger in the force. Something to that effect. Right before he vanished. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, yo, we could have got... A million possibilities. Yeah. But keep in mind, she heard all the voices of past Jedi. What was one of the voices? Anakin. Tano. Oh, Ahsoka. Which means by this time, she has to have been dead, according to, to the movie. Unless? <laughs> I mean, unless we... She's in the world between worlds. Unless she is the fucking daughter. And she just accepted the role and now she's in the other... True. We can do that too. Now. But 
But so here's an interesting thing before we get into the because I had made a I had made um a statement saying that yo we have 30 years of fucking sh- shit that you just became legend and fuck it it's no longer canon it's over there and now we got all this shit. I watched uh, an interview with Dave Filoni, the guy who's behind this Ahsoka, the Clone Wars Rebels, the unofficial heir to the Star Wars throne, as it were. And he was did a new doing an interview, and they asked him about the Legends things, and he was like, he only wants to bring in stuff that they can do without changing. So if it's something that happened like Thrawn, he was like, we could bring in Thrawn and not have to change anything about him as the character. We change up some of the situations and shit. But we could take him, drop him in, good to go. He's like, if we have to change him, there's no point to bring him in. Which is probably why we won't get Starkiller. Because if you change it too much from what he is, then what the fuck is the point? Yeah, he's not Starkiller anymore. The main crux of that, uh, the reason why I bring that interview up, is the main crux of it is they asked him about Legends shit, and he said, in talking to George, George only considers the movies and the TV shows canon. So in their mind, all the books and all the extra shit was already Legends to them. Before even Disney brought them over and made it legend. It was all just extended universe stuff that was cool ideas that happened out there. But the movies and TV shows were the only official canon that they recognized. Which when I heard that, I was like, huh. That changes a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. If real quick before we go into the episode, if we were to bring in Star Killer, I I would propose he was someone that was with the Force, but he idolized Vader, and he tried to become Vader's apprentice, and Vader denied him. And every time that he would try, Vader would take a part of him or some shit like that, and then he he. He tried to get in contact with the Force so much it ripped his body apart. And that's where all the legend of, oh, he can pull a moon. Like, he did all this crazy shit, but it fucked up his body like Palpatine. And he's more cyborg uh, cyborg than fucking man because of he's so he was so obsessed with trying to impress Vader to become his apprentice that he fucked himself up. And Vader just looks at him and goes, well, I can't do nothing with you now. You know what I'm saying? That'd be cool. I just now, because I I really hadn't put any thought into it until you just said something. I would put, he's literally, he was Vader. Put him in Carbonite because now the as as far as I'm aware, there's two endings to the game. You can either do the light side ending or the dark side ending. If you go with the dark side ending, he becomes so powerful that Vader's like, no, no, no. We can't have this motherfucker around. So they lock him away somewhere deep. And idiots, as like they always do, find it, accidentally set him out. And now he's the big bad because he went dark side. 
and he's driven by the fact that Vader trained him, and this dude beat you, Luke beat you, Luke's nowhere near as strong as me, he beat, now he's obsessed with, nah, everything's got to burn now, because you, you locked me away, and allowed somebody weaker to fucking destroy you. Because in his eyes, it would be a, a destruction and not a redemption. Yeah. Yeah, he's just dri- driven by my rage at this point. Yeah. And that's how we can mm. that's how we can get him not anywhere near any of these TV shows, <clears throat> but still explain who he is. We don't have the nerf him. And now he's somebody to fucking fear. We can still get Sam Witter to fucking play him. All that shit. How would you do it, Ray? I'm I'm, I'm trying to pitch it together here because I'm like, damn. Dis- uh, can't be a Disney Plus show. <laughs> I feel like there's too much there to just throw it on a, a show <laughs> like this. Because it would be, the whole series is just to build it. Yeah. To be able to do it the right way. Because I feel like you have to just, it, it can't be a, Hey, we get the start. Here's a little bit of a tease of a battle. But then it's like they did with fucking Vader in the first part that it's like, he lost already? Like, we need actual just demonstration of power. I don't think you could do that in eight episodes. If that. You you know what I would, I would like? The demonstration of power where it mixes the both of y'all shit? Where... You would bring in the the rumor or the the misconception, and a Star Killer is fighting Luke, and Luke can't handle this dude because he is too strong. Yeah. And the person that comes in and saves Luke, Leia, because everybody was saying that Leia is more connected to the Force than Luke is. Yeah. People were saying that Leia is stronger in the Force than Luke is, but she just didn't want to be. A Jedi, she just didn't care for it. She wanted to do the political shit. Now imagine she comes in and just to pay homage to her, they show how strong she really fucking is. And this is a point where she has to. She has to. Now it's not a. She gets to choose. It's almost like she's forced to have to show her true potential here. Because because if you need Ahsoka to die, Star Killer could kill Ahsoka. He could, he could, he, he's not gonna kill Luke because Luke is alive, but she saves Luke. You know. But I wouldn't kill Ahsoka. I would <laughs> run with I would run with Ahsoka as much as you can because to me Ahsoka is Ahsoka and the Mandalorian are your Luke and Leia. Yeah. They are your your new characters. Those are the ones people want to see more Mando than Ahsoka because apparently people aren't watching this. This TV show, but they should because it's a fucking one of the best TV shows that Star Wars made. But well, they're, they're gonna have to kill Mando anyway because um, this dude wants out <laughs> anyway. I mean, so shit, they could get somebody else in the mask. All he's, all he's got to do is do the voice, he's not even in the suit anymore. Well, yeah, but, but Pedro apparently wants out completely, so maybe now he, he changed his mind when he noticed. Well, there was no money at all for one for one minute, so. That's another thing I don't I like. Well, I, me and Show had this discussion today, but yeah. I can understand for other people's perspective. But for me, it's like if if out of nowhere <laughs> I got plugged into a 
Marvel character or a Star Wars character and like we want you to do 40 movies. I'm like, yo, if you paying me some good money, fuck it. Then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk around and be like, yo, that's fucking um, Pachu Pachu from fucking Star Wars. And this motherfucker's in every single movie and he's one of the greatest Jedi we ever met. All right, cool. I'm not going to sit here going, but I was a Broadway actor. <laughs> you, yo, know? you know what it is, though? You're also coming from the perspective of you're a fan of this, though. Yeah. I can understand a lot of these guys that get involved 90, 90% of the time. They probably weren't really fans of it. They just tried fans it out. The money. <laughs> and exactly. So after a point, you start to get burnt out because it's like, now what? Meanwhile, as fans, we're like, oh, man, they haven't even scratched the surface yet. Yeah. But for them, they get burnt out. From now on, Toe, you are Wachu Pachu. <laughs> That's it. Every week. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ray. We got Cap. And then we got Pachu Pachu. <laughs> that needs to be a new shirt on the network. Fucking Pachu Pachu or Wachu Pachu, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Something chew at the end. Yo, the I'm with Toe, man. You tell me I get to be a fucking Star Wars character or a Marvel. Now, there's one condition. I can't be some stupid motherfucker. Like, I I can't be watching Pachu sitting in a fucking cantina. And every couple of every couple of episodes, I just look over and go, what? Like, I'm not going to do that for 47 years. No, but I mean, like, I just said, watch. Yeah. I mean, like, no, like, if I'm but fucking if Captain me, America or somebody, yeah. I'm going to be. If you give me a, a good character, I'll play that shit until I'm 110. I'll find a way to fucking prolong my life just so I can play the shit out of it. Yeah, I mean, shit. And but I guess that's just... the difference between us and actors. Actors, they like acting. They want to do different roles. They don't want to just get stuck doing one thing because, I, I mean, if they want to get stuck doing one thing, they get a fucking desk job and spend the next 30 years punching in, punching out, sitting behind the desk. Like, no, I, I get that, but here's the thing, though. You want to take a character bring him to life. And the whole... Sh- I'm going to bring this up, and I know it, it just triggered me. I know it's probably going to trigger Cap. But the motherfucker from uh, G.I. Joe 1 that played uh, Cobra Commander. Okay. I forgot his fucking name. Yeah. He's sitting here going, it was, he took the day off, basically. It was, this was a vacation to do Cobra Commander. Disrespecting everybody that liked G.I. Joe. He did a horrible job, by the way. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. He's not that good of an actor. Because you could do, you can act good in good movies, but act good in, in a movie that's not supposed to be that. Because here's, here's what, here's what I'm saying. Namar. A fucking mutant with wings on his feet. That guy acted the shit out of that. You can take a character that's a comic book character or a toy character and give it dimension in itself. That shows a testament of an actor. Look at um who Ray Stevens? Yeah. The, the guy look at him. Just him standing. Stoically, the way he does, puts so much dimension on his character. Like, like in legitimately, I'm like, yo, this dude had to have been a badass motherfucker. 
Yeah. Like, I want to know what happened to him. Like, I want to know his story. Yeah. Just by the way he's standing. You know, like, people love Darth Maul. I'm pretty sure he took that mask off and they saw his the way he looked and he just menacing as a motherfucker. Like, oh, shit, who's this nigga? You know what I'm saying? And that's what acting is. You... It, it's you, the thing, too, of, like, for a lot of these guys is finding, hey... If I'm gonna do this role, actually putting that passion, putting all that training into something like that. Yeah. Like one of the guys that should, again, he could complain and it's kind of understandable, would have been William Defoe. Fucking great trained actor. Dude could fucking give you a monologue about anything and make you believe it. And my dude has continually said he'll love to do more as fucking Norman Osborne. So imagine that guy. Yeah. Like, for. You, you see, you gotta, you gotta find what it is in a character that you can connect with, yeah. and wells in which you can explore and play in different depths of where you can find them. But that takes that takes a couple of things. It takes the actor who's willing to do it, mm-hmm. the character within itself, a good director and a writer to give you the roadmap. In which directions to go into? Yeah. Because if you if you don't have all that together, you're not you're not gonna have anything. Case in point, Obi Wan. Were there parts of that show that were good? Yes. Yep. It was a lot of math going on. Did a whole bunch of it work? No. Why? Because again. We were like, yo, this doesn't feel like Obi-Wan. No. And the, the direction they chose to go into wasn't wasn't written strong enough to have enough depth in that direction. So it kind of just felt like we're in shallow water with some of that shit. <clears throat> the fucking Boba Fett. They they went in a direction, but it wasn't deep enough to explore. They like that's the that's the everything that we keep saying. Like even Sabine. Watch Sabine in Rebels and tell me she's not one of your favorite characters. And then watch Sabine in here and see what they're telling her to do. Not the actress. The actress, there's nothing wrong. The actress is fine. The actress looks and feels like she should be Sabine. But look what they're telling the character to do, which we'll get into when we get into this episode. And I alluded to it before. You make a decision to have the character do something, you're like, I'm going to give him time because we've been proven wrong already once when I ran down the rabbit hole. But at the moment, it's not a good look for the character. I'll say that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. We, we've been uh, pussyfooting around this episode long enough. Let's 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 get to it. It it opens with Ahsoka and what's what's the robot's name? Chaling. No, we said it 
Huh? We said it all episode last week. Yeah, Han and Lulu. Cyphus. No, it's not Cyphus. <laughs> Some with an H. Uh, like, fuck if fuck you were. Higlu. Higlu? Huang? 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 Huang. There you go. Yo, guys, I'm telling you. I don't know about well, Q-wing. yeah. He oh, where am I? He hangs out with Toe. Ah, uh, with with Show. His brain's rotten. I am. I have learned disabilities and I'm dyslexic. So fuck all with names, especially when it's weird fucking languages. I don't know what his excuse is. Well, I took too many bumps in a ring, so yeah. Yeah. There you go. He. Instead of tucking his chin and slapping down, he went full back of the head first. <laughs> there, there, yeah. You don't go full bump. Yeah. As Mark Quinn from Private Party, he saw me pile drive myself. So, yeah. Not fun. Damn. Well, well, you, like uh, Kota Abushi, you just fighting yourself out there? <laughs> I, I'll explain the story one day. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So, we start with that there. They're going yeah. through, and then we we pass Grogu apparently in this. This is where we, yo, I love the fact, and I, I don't care if this is cheesy, but I love the fact that when Ahsoka was like, "All right, tell me one of your stories," he started with a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I was like, "Yo, that's every story in Star Wars should start like that, doesn't it?" Well, every movie starts like that. Yeah. But that's how they should just start telling their stories. Like, yeah. okay, here's the story at a galaxy far. Just but start playing anybody, the theme very faintly in the background. If that's how they should do it. Would know to say something like that and for it to be true. It's the motherfucker who's been training Jedi for thousands of years. Yeah. Yeah. But so. Oh, we missed an important part too. Ahsoka starting to starting to see she's Ahsoka the White, but it's a process. You don't just flip a switch. Yeah. She started reverting a little bit. And Hu Yang said something fucking very prevalent. That's your fear. No, well, not only that, but the force will show you the path, but it won't give you the answer. Yeah. Which is something like just because you're tapped into this. This shit ain't gonna be easy. You ain't gonna look over there and be like, oh, that's it. Ain't no gas in it. That's what the fuck the problem was. Word. You still gotta what do you call it? Kind of on the take just for religion. It's not, it's never a fucking I wanna I want water. Boom, God gives you a water bottle. So no, you want water. Well, here's all the tools you need to go get it. Go get it. No, yeah. And and he mentions, like, maybe that was the only answer for her. Yeah. Because in all actuality, what is most... Everybody's main thing is preservation of their own life. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Sabine wasn't ready to kill herself when there's a way to get Ezra. Mission one, get Ezra. That's staying on the mission. Cabs always says, what's the mission? Let's stay on the mission, right? 
The mission was to get Ezra. She's staying on the mission. She heard the briefing. And it's just Ahsoka was on some... Her mission one was stop Thrawn. It wasn't Ezra. Because she's not as connected to Ezra as Sabine is. No. So that's why he's like, that's your fear. Your fear is that she gave up, you know, like she turned to get, you know, to the dark side because it, it was prettier. No. Her mission was never to... She don't give a fuck about Thrawn. She wants Ezra. But I got a question. What makes Thrawn such a bad motherfucker? Okay. I can answer this one. What makes Thrawn so bad is the statement when he found out that Ahsoka was coming. And he turned around and said, I want to know everything about her, where she was raised, who trained her, who she knows, what she's into. He literally will take every piece of information about you, your family, your world, your culture, and use that to figure out what's the best way to beat you. He's not looking about your skill level hand-to-hand, how strong you are. He's looking to pull from shit deeper to come up with a strategy to really fuck with you and really beat you. There's a whole thing where he had Hera on board the ship and she was surrounded by all fucking artifacts from from her planet and her people and her world. And he was able to get in her head and spin her without ever having to throw a punch. That's what makes him dangerous. Mm. He's playing chess out there. <clears throat> yeah. He's playing four-dimensional chess. While people are sitting there thinking they're, thinking they're playing Parcheesi or a different complete fucking board game. <laughs> He's playing <Yeah>. goldfish. <laughs> okay. So that makes that makes sense. Like he's so... He's calculated with it. Like yeah. Before he even makes a fucking move, he's already got you in checkmate. I like that. The only way to truly beat him is to kill him. Well, I mean, that's that, that would be one way, yeah. But <laughs> the only way to truly beat him is to be one of the best Jedi's. Because you have Europe. no attachments, there's yeah. no like Yoda <laughs> would be like, nigga, you don't. The one thing he wouldn't be able to fight Yoda because he'll never figure out where Yoda's from. Yo. They don't. We don't even know where the fuck Yoda's from. I don't George, think Yoda knows. Look it yeah. up right now. There is a fucking interview with George Lucas. Turned around and was like, it was supposed to be Obi Wan Kenobi in the second movie training Luke, but he thought it would be better if Obi Wan died. So they killed him in the first movie. They needed something, so he just came up with Yoda, and he was like, I didn't even think about a fucking backstory or where his planet is or what he is or what he does. He's like, I just made a character to fill this fucking role. He's now a mystery. George Lucas himself doesn't know what the fuck Yoda is. Yeah, it says Yoda's race and homeworld have not been named in any official media, canonical or otherwise. And he's is merely said to be a species unknown by Star Wars data bank. Yo, and there's Yoda, Yaddle, one other guy. Uh-huh. And Grogu. I don't remember his name. And Grogu. The only four of them that ever fucking existed in Star Wars. 
how do they make a better backstory, at least for Grogu, than they did Yoda? Like, how? Yoda's Wolverine. But here's the thing. (laughs) Yoda's Wolverine. Yoda's proof, positive. Uh Uh-huh. That the, what do you call it? Not everything needs to be explained. True. Because but, if you if you try to go yeah. back now and explain a whole bunch of shit, you're gonna fuck it up. Because where was this the whole time? Where was that the whole time? What about yeah. this? How, there's yeah. so much fucking connective tissue. It's it's literally. Hey Shuri, can you take the fucking soul stone out of vision? Well, no, you fucking grafted it to a million other things that I gotta fucking uncouple. I can't just pull it out of them. Yeah. And she was like, why didn't you do it this way? Yeah. Fuck you. That's why. <laughs> that's that's exactly what the situation is. It's like, yo, but now there's so much shit that ties in. Yeah. Where we looked at it and I was like, well, why didn't you just do this to begin with? Yeah. But we know. George is Lucas it, he, like, I just need something to put a fucking puppet. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Put it in there. And it turns out not only to be one of the most effective trainers that you have, but one of the most effective characters that you have, one of the most intriguing characters that you have. And it will forever be a fucking mystery. Yeah. But you see, this is why I say, like, switching out certain things about uh, the trilogy or the sequel trilogy. It's like, <clears throat> why change it now? Like, it just, it worked, and it adds to the fucking just mystique of it all. Yeah. So imagine, like, we could question fucking all this about Yoda, but it's like, people still to this day will fucking talk backwards just to fucking make it sound cool like Yoda. Yeah. And and yo, and that's one thing that I would if they ever if we're ever in a movie and these people are trying to explain where Yoda lives, I think I would walk out. Like, nope, nope, cut this shit, cameraman. Fast forward. Do not let this motherfucker speak. Nope. We found where Yoda lives. No, you didn't. It's like fuck no, this you up didn't. You yo, do you know a lot of people thought he was from Dagobah? He's like, that's where the fuck Luke found him. So it must be from that planet. No, but he went there to go. He went there to chill. We know that now. But, yeah. I, but in 1972 or 76, whenever the but whenever the fuck that movie came out, Empire, yeah. like nobody knew him. We didn't know he ran and <laughs> shit. Fuck it. Fucking yeah. order 66. So again, yo. Execute Order 66. Yeah, so... Alright, so Thrawn doesn't have anything to do with the four. He's just a... He's just a military mastermind. Yo, basically a mercenary. Yeah. So, you know how the... Um, the threat of Vader gets people shook? Yeah. yeah. Thrawn is the threat of Vader personified. Mm. Where on the outset you're like this mother, this is the motherfucker you're scared of. I was gonna say because yeah, they even for them being that close to him, it was like he's blue. That's about it. It's like yeah, but all right, I'm gonna give you the perfect example. You you bring you like this movie because of this person. Okay. There's a scene in Fast X. Where uh, Jason, not Jason Statham, um, Momoa, Jason Momoa, yeah. walks into Cipher to uh, whatever the fuck. Charlize Theron. Yeah. Yeah. 
and turns around and all the guns are pointed at him. And he just starts rattling off names of family members and pictures start showing up. Yo, you want your fucking family alive? You turn those guns around. And everybody turns the guns around. That motherfucker had didn't have to throw one punch, didn't have to say one mean uh, thing, didn't did. have to do anything to threaten Cypher. All he had to do was walk in already with the knowledge he had and already with the plan set up, and he got exactly what he wanted. Well, he did have yeah. to kill that one guy. Because he had it. nothing. He didn't have a cat. He didn't have a book collection. <laughs> Which, that's something <laughs> Thrawn would do. Yeah. That's that's the cold-bloodedness of Thrawn. Thrawn already is going to... He's going to Batman you to death. Gotcha. He's going to be as prepared as possible. He's like, this shit already happened. Now we just got to go through the motions. Yeah. The only difference between him and Batman is... He's not a rich boy, and he has he's the villain. Villains have to lose eventually. Do they? <laughs> I know they do, but I'm just I saying. mean for George Lucas, yeah. You know your guy wins, bad guy loses. It, this, this is another thing that I would like to mention. We have s- nine movies where it's rinse and repeat. The rebels win. They make a new society. It gets corrupted by the infiltrators. And now it's. They're the ones taking over. And then we need new rebels. Yeah. When are they going to learn? Thrawn might still be alive. Nah, nah. We won. Leave it alone. Yo. We're done. That's what Balin brought up in this episode. That's what he told Shin. Like this shit is cyclical. It it the same shit keeps happening, and he's looking for something to break that cycle. Now, is it something good? Is it something bad? We don't know what the fuck it is. It's, it's he's he's looking exactly for that. He knows how ridiculous this is. That we just this perpetual fucking. He's looking for the original plans of the Death Star. No, but yeah, no, it, it's true. It's no one listens and no one is like, yo, why didn't we make up anything to indicate where there's a fucking traitor? You know, they just. It, it Well, they walked in the store and said, I'm the owner now and left everybody in there. And well, I don't expect any of you guys to fucking cheat me. Yo, like, <laughs> I've said this before and. Because everything is an allegory. Everything has some sort of historical context or is based on some sort of mo- uh, mythology or religion. World War One happened because they assassinated the Archduke uh, Ferdinand of Austria or some shit like that, right? And World War One happened. At the end of that, it was the greatest war ever. Everybody's like, yo, let's not do that shit again. But then we have... Adolf come in, he wrote Mein Kampf, told them exactly what the fuck he was going to do. They didn't listen. Took a little piece of land. They didn't listen. Little piece of land. They didn't listen. It got to a point where history repeated itself. All the shit that they should have learned the first time, they didn't. Boom. Another world war. This one even worse. This one even more vicious. This one 
had horrendous shit happen. We dropped a nuclear fucking bomb on Japan. All because we didn't believe what the shit that was right in front of us. We didn't take the threat seriously. We didn't learn from the first time it happened. So now we get to the allegories in Star Wars. We have the fall of the Jedi, the Clone Wars, the Galactic Empire rises up. Everything sucks. We finish them. We beat them. Cool. We come up. Nobody fucking paid attention. Nobody's listening. Nobody's doing their homework. We, we're trying to reacclimate fucking people who were staunch fucking followers of the Empire. What happens? The fucking First Order shows up. We did the exact same shit again. And on top of that, what are the the First Order are more aligned to Nazi propaganda? You had the Hux. We are the greatest fucking thing. Nobody like yeah. All they had to all they had to do was fucking the the salute like. Yeah. Shit. I'm really hoping that we get some answer to what the fuck Balin's looking for. I I hope so, because it's two episodes left, right? Yeah. Tonight and next week. Yep. So yeah, this, probably this, over already. Yeah, yeah, we got we gotta we gotta get some shit going. We gotta get what up, Leon the King. We yeah. gotta get the ball. Gotta start rolling. So getting back to the ball rolling here, what did you guys think of the entrance of Thrawn? Because I'll tell you right now, I'm not normally attached to villains, with the exception of Doom. And I guess you could say Venom, even though he's more now anti-hero. Yeah. But when Thrawn, when that whole shit came out, and the ship, the uh, Chimera showed up, and the, all the de- the night troopers sitting there chanting some shit, and he walked through, I had a smile from the beginning of that scene to about fucking 15 minutes later after that scene is done. <laughs> Because it's like, holy shit, Thrawn's here. He's real. He feels like Thrawn. It's the same guy who voiced him in the cartoon. He looks like, like, he moves like him. Everything was fucking pitch perfect for me. And on top of that, the fucking gold mask dude who, um, what, what, uh, Enon? Uh, Captain Enoch. 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 Enoch, Enoch, yeah. Enoch looked fucking dope. Yeah. All the fucking... (laughs) All the night troopers look dope. The presence alone was like, you could see why the night mothers would be in line and not like clashing or he's not working for them. They're working for him. You could see why this dude is like, okay, maybe we do need to keep this motherfucker here and not bring him back. Yeah. that I, I would say that was my, my reaction was more of, his presence afterward was made it more. Cause the intro, I was more concerned. I was more like, what was the dude in the gold like mask? <laughs> that got me yeah. more than him actually like walking. I was like, who's this dude? Then again, I search up. I'm like, oh, okay. It's like just hearing him announce it. I'm like, oh, I want to see what he's gonna do. 
But um, now that you explain a little more just about um, his his mentality and all that, I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't want to mess with this dude. Because you could see, like, their reaction is kind of, it's mixed, but it's like, yeah, this dude, you don't want to fuck with him. Yeah, and he tells Sabine, die well or some shit. Yeah. But, Yo, so I, so we get to, go ahead. The baddest fucking I'm gonna, thing. I'll be right back. I use that. Yeah, okay. The baddest thing he said for me was when he looked at Sabine and she's like, What, well, you're really just going to let me walk out there? And he's like, You help my cause, I'll help yours. It's like, Yo, this that's what makes him so fucking great. Is again, that, that side where you're like, You know what? He might go out there. I mean, he he literally sent them to go kill him. Yeah, yeah. But what do he say? Sending them to go kill Ezra is not the top priority. <clears throat> if they do it, fine. If they don't, I don't give a shit. Get everybody on the fuck. Get all this cargo on this shit. Let's get the fuck home. Yeah. Which means he literally had the poise to be like, well, you help me out. Here's some shit to go find him. Yep. Now well, that's it. Well, I I like that because it's like you still are a son of a bitch though. Because it's like, well, I did help you though, so yeah. Now it's on you. Now here's a question I have for you. Yeah. Because I was seeing some people perplexed. Like Sabine found uh, Ezra in a day. Why the fuck couldn't Thrawn find him? My thinking is. At a certain point, Thrawn doesn't care. Like once he has the night, the night mothers, yeah. and he has the plan for uh, Morgan to come in, bring him home. He doesn't give a shit as long as Ezra is not directly attacking him or hurting his people. He doesn't give a shit. I, okay, <laughs> I, I was gonna. Uh, it's funny. I had a question for you. Do you think, and this is going to start the, the, I guess, conspiracies here, is is this still the same Ezra? Because I feel like Thrawn would have, especially with what you're telling us now, like the mentality, I feel like they've already had a conversation. He's already threatened them by now, I would assume. I feel like this isn't, he's not the same mentality that he was. Because the fact that she just found him like nothing, it feels a little weird. It feels like, wait, turtle people just led you to? Like, what what happened here? So, here's, here's my theory. Okay. And this might be a yoga fire, like, uh, that's all I like to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave, Ezra gave all those weird turtle rock people yeah. the rebel symbol. Yeah. And I believe... Because they look like rocks and they're unassuming, he sent them out there and was like, Look, I'm giving you the symbol. If you ever see anybody with this symbol, bring them to me. Okay. And they just so ha- they pop up every once in a while and see somebody. Nope, no symbol. Hide back down. Yeah. We don't bring them to nobody. They see the symbol. Oh, shit. That's the symbol? Yo, let's bring it because. Ezra had already told them be on the lookout because Ezra's gotta have the belief that they're looking for him. Yeah, somebody's gonna okay. show up eventually. 
Okay. So that that right there makes the how I can rationalize it, making the most sense of why okay. she found him so easily. It's not the fact that she found him so easily. It's the fact that the feelers that he put out found her and brought brought her in. Okay, so that 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 makes it a little more. Cause I'm like, you mean to tell me this guy didn't just like, who the fuck are you? And like, him bend that easily? Well, the the other part to this thing is, I 100% believe that this is not the same Ezra that we knew on the ship. Cause yeah, it can't be. He spent how long on this weird planet by himself, hiding from marauders or whatever bandits, hiding from Thrawn, doing all this like. For anybody who had to grow up fast for a situation or had to deal with some shit or if you joined the military where you were young and got thrown in the fire, you are not the same person when you started as to where you end. Mm-hmm. It, it is virtually impossible. So, no, I don't believe he is the same Ezra. Now, to the extent of conspiratorial... Uh, Fuck, I'm losing my big work hanging out yeah, with yeah. you guys. To the extent in which the conspiracy theories come no. out, no. to where he the night says the night mother's got to him and he's some weird fucking zombie mixer, he's some other shit that I don't know about. No, but fundamentally, he has to have he has to have, he had to have grown up. No, that of, that of course, especially in a, in a moment that you have to be. Fight or flight. I'm just thinking, uh, in, in the degree as well of, they got to him, and this is just almost a setup at this point. But again, it's it's just to I feel like to add more craziness in the last two episodes. I don't think, as good as Dave Filoni is, I don't think he has the balls to do that. I don't think he has the balls to make this a fucking swerve. And it's gonna turn around that he's Enoch or he's some shit like. Okay, that would be just. I, I doubt that part, but just like yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no big. Yeah, yeah. no reveal here. Big like, Ezra twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I wouldn't mind it just to fucking add some intensity to the last two episodes, but I, I guess we'll see. that shit either. But yeah. hold on, let's go to Toe. Yeah. yeah. Despite my better my my begrudgment, Toe has been right with this series at every at almost every turn. So Toe, <laughs> tell us what happens on tonight's episode. Well, I I don't know about tonight's episode, but what if Balin is looking for that thing that the Night Sisters are afraid of, and that Thrawn is like trying to stay away from because the adrenaline numbers. What if it is Ezra? But they don't know. Like this is like Ezra turned into a Ronin type shit, where he split personality. Because oh, you mean like Darth Raven? Yeah, like he, yeah, like he's with these people, and he's he's what's his name, and he's he's calm and everything, and then at night or like he just fucking comes overwhelmed with the dark side, like the night sisters fuck with him or something is fucking with him, and he's the one that's. Fucking up all those stormtroopers, and that's why the numbers are dwindling. He's the one that that uh, Balin is sensing, like, yo, there's something here that they're afraid of that I can use to turn this shit around. 
maybe he senses him or whatever's controlling him or something like that. Because that would be a way that you get your twist. He's the embodiment of something that... But you know me. My shit is they're about to start fighting Thrawn or they, they find him. They're about to start fighting. Shit happens. He's about to fight Balin and, 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 and here goes Ahsoka. You know what I'm saying? Like Ahsoka comes in and saves the day. I don't want to see Ahsoka come in in the last minute of this episode. Because what I kind of want is everyone to get back to the fucking regular galaxy. You know what I'm saying? Like this episode can end with fuck Thrawn's there. Thrawn made it. Yeah, I, I that I agree. He needs a win. He needs yeah. something for us to look at him like shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then like we need what's um the green one's name? The green girl, the 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 general? Hera? Hera. Like we need a moment where they're there and Thrawn shows up and she's just like on the fucking walkie, like, I'm calling all cars here. I don't know where I want them. I just know that I need them. Just send, you know what I'm saying? I'm calling all cars here. Like the moment where it's like, this is bigger than Ahsoka now. This, that's we how need this everybody. End. Yeah. Honestly, that's how Bro. all this should end. Don't, because I, I get it. I know, like Cap said earlier, you kind of have to, it needs to end with good, good work. Fucking have the balls to end it with him fucking basically conquering and fucking her having to make that call. Dude, you know how I would like this to end? Because if this is this truly is leading to the movie, yeah. then we don't need a conclusion here. We can get it. Yeah, so you can, you can lead something like that. I would love it if Hera has to turn around and send a message or give a message to Chopper. And go, I am looking for Luke Skywalker. Help us. You're our only hope. Chopper, go talk to him. <laughs> that would be I dope. Was the fucking poetry of that fucking moment would be so Yo, I got, sweet. I got goosebumps just thinking about that. Yeah. Imagine that. Yo, but, oh, man. But what if she That's... doesn't send it to Chopper? She gives it to BB-8. Well, BBA is not around at this time. <laughs> but he had Luke's. He, no, uh, R2D2 had the missing yeah. map, right? Yeah. But that's the thing. I want Chopper and fucking R2. I, what I want is the robot equivalent of seeing two sassy black women fucking jaw at each other. Because that's, <laughs> that's what that shit is. <laughs> Damn, what was, in, what was that movie with Queen Latifah and Jada Pinkett Smith? Um, were they bank robbers? Oh, fuck. Uh, oh, my God. Set it off. Set it off. You want to set it off with the robots. <laughs> Hell, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, I better not forget this movie. Cause... <laughs> oh, wait. r 2 d just get shot down? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that, that would be fucking dope. That would be dope. Because then you can introduce Luke into the movie that way and shit. Yeah. Oh my and, god, yo! Because think and about then, it. What if, what if you have Hera's what's name with him? If Hera's gonna see Thrawn, but not Ahsoka or Sabine. Yep. So she's who's left. Yo. And guess and guess who who meets up with Thrawn? 
The fucking guy who had the dark saber. Gideon? Gideon. But didn't he die? No, he never dies. Who died? He never dies. Because he got burned. He got burned at the end of Mando season three. They set his ass on fire. But remember, there was the whole thing. That one didn't have a mustache. He normally has a mustache. Yeah. But Moth Gideon. Two badass motherfuckers. And that's how Mando gets involved with killing everybody. Bo-Katan and all, all yeah. the We're killing everybody. Let's do this. And then oh, at the yeah. end, Snoke. I have been here for 20 years. Yeah, because you know <laughs> wherever there's Snoke, there's fire. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to get to this. To get your reaction, I alluded to, I alluded to it earlier. The only time I've ever thought of Sabine as just being written as a fucking woman, because I've only seen her as just legit. I've seen her just as a character. She's a good yeah. character from Rebels, and this is the first time I've seen her as like, oh, this is just a fucking woman here. You walk up to Ezra. How'd you get here? Don't worry about it. Can I just enjoy the fact that I found you? What? No. You got hit. You got hit because they brought you to Thrawn. Thrawn's about to load up some ship. Thrawn's about to peace out. He said we got three days. I, I will. I'll fill you in on the, you know, the entire story on the way. Get tell these motherfuckers pack the shit up. We gotta go. Here's what you need to know. There's no easy way out. Yeah, here's the most important details X, Y, and Z. Let's get the fuck out of here. What's our plan? It, not fucking. Can I, as a plutonic friend who's not in love with you, but we're just brother and sister, can I just fucking hug you for 30 minutes and two episodes before I tell you what's going on? What the fuck? Come on now. Ezra's on some, well, fuck it. When the whales come back, I'm just going to send them to another fucking galaxy. I got Thrawn in the palm of my hand. Like, what did, what did you guys think? Am I, am I the only no. one? That's but no, it definitely, it definitely, it that made me believe. Yeah, I, I did not trust that comment. I'm like, wait, what do you mean? Like, no. Well, I was like, this better not be the end. And then fucking, we get one more scene and it's done. I'm like, the oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. That that made me just question everything. I'm like. You're too calm when it's about to be fucking retcon nine here. Like it's about to all fucking go to, like how? Yeah. Fucking, can I just enjoy? It? No, no enjoying. Yeah. Like, motherfucking, y'all ain't fuck it. Yep. <laughs> I was. You telling... can't touch the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this is the exact reference that I was telling Toe about, but I'm gonna use it here. You want to know what the difference between like good crisis management and bad when it comes from female writer from female characters? No. You got Sabine. Don't worry about it. Let me just fucking let me just enjoy the fact that I found you without even a hint of thinking that danger's coming, whatever, right? Then you go to Blue Beetle, another thing that nobody saw. But it's pretty fucking good. Yeah. And you got the grandmother right after the dad dies. Hey, 
we have some impossible shit in front of us. Now's not the time for crying. Let's figure out a way to deal with this shit. And once we're done with it, then we grieve. Then we go through the shit. But for right now, this is the most pressing thing. That's what the fuck. I came here to find you. There's not a moment in there is not a scenario ever in which I can envision myself having to find Toe or my dad or my cousins or somebody and me walking up to them and going, oh, good, I found you. Let's just just, just stay here. We're, just, we're good right here. No, I've, I'm like, cool, found you. We're getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Because this is not the place we're supposed to be. Yeah. This wasn't the, hey, let's meet on this fucking planet where the Night Mothers came from and we kumbaya. Yeah, like, initially, you didn't think that he was alive. You see him, you give him the hug. Like, yo, how did, how'd you get here? About that. Yeah, funny story. I'll tell you <laughs> on the way. Yeah. That, that would have been a better response. Let me sum up. I fucked up. We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a better response instead of fucking... Can I just enjoy? Like, no. Give me fucking yeah. enjoy. Yeah. Like, and not for nothing. I don't know about ya, but if I was in another galaxy for X amount of time, and my peoples came, when we out, exactly. I don't want me here no more. I want go home. I want a slice of pizza, and some chicken wings. Like, what's going on here? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I don't know about y'all, but I gotta take a shit. Now you know I can't take a shit until I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But I'm, I'm, I'm just glad that I'm not the only one because I've I've seen other people, even the most level-headed fans are like, "What? What the fuck are we doing with that?" I think that whole thing was a throwaway. It was one of those they didn't they didn't think about the way we would react to the scene, as opposed to we just need to get this out the way to show what's coming next. So you know. But see, this is this is where I think the only misstep this show has had is the whole tease of Sabine being force sensitive. Because they keep doing the tease where, oh, it's kind of working. Nope, it's not working. It's something else. And it's like, why bring it up? Yeah. We already know that she can handle the dark saber without using the force. And Kanan was already starting to train her as just a Mandalorian who can use the fucking Darksaber. So why why bring it up? Just continue down the path of she's just the next badass fucking Mandalorian who could do you give her a weapon and she's proficient. Yeah. Whether it is a fucking lightsaber or not. Because what was the most effective thing she did against Shin? Mandalorian shit. Yeah. But when she went to the other galaxy and she was fighting those raiders, she turned into fucking Jedi shit. She chopped them all down with the fucking well, lightsaber. The if you're, what do you call it? If you're getting blasted and you're, you're not, you don't have the stability to aim and fire back. Well, I have this here. You're aiming for the armor? Cool. I could take the shots, walk up to you, and hit you with this. Yeah. That you don't remember. It's a different galaxy. Yeah. 
you have to have the assumption they don't know what the fuck this is. Shit. They don't know what this if how close I need to get or what it does when I get close. Do you think this is this is it's not gonna happen? Yeah. But if there was another four episodes, do you think that in this planet she gives back Ezra his his lightsaber because that's Ezra's lightsaber, right? Technically, he, yeah. She gives it back to him and she's like, "I'm not a Jedi." He goes, "We can sense the Force in you. You are like." He puts it through a pace and he he brings it somewhere. Like I got more in touch with the with the force here than ever, and I can see it now. And she goes through her own trials and finds her own kyber crystal. Now because it's a different galaxy, when she makes her her lightsaber, when the, Ahsoka comes with Hyuin Shin Chuanchen, it's oh, a yeah. different color. She got a purple lightsaber or a fucking indigo or yellow or some shit. It's a different color, and she's connected with the Force in a different way than Jedi are. That would make good sense. But like you said, we don't have the episodes for that. Yeah. Yeah, unless this next episode is an hour, or it's tonight's episode. There's 46 it, minutes, it, I just checked. Yeah, we ain't getting that. <laughs> it could happen quick. They could be like, look, oh, they came. What, what happened over here? Tron. <laughs> it's gonna be a fucking you know what they do five minute fucking training montage yo. there's no easy way out just a yo, fucking yeah you just fucking have she hulk sitting there fast forward thron all right <laughs> now, too, too much go back, go back now go back. you have turned everybody against this show <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would love that idea though, but yeah, we don't have fucking time. Yeah, like that's that's the only thing I don't like about um, the spacing for these shows. Like they give us so much of like, just give us a little more. Just give us a little more. Because, yeah, because yeah, uh, think about it. If she found her own kyber crystal, and Hawenshin fucking goes Wu Yang. Yes, that's what I said. I'm saying it in actual. Um, fucking Mandalorian fucking he goes yo there's kyber energy here where, it's, where he's able to harness that and make the ship capable of going super hyperspace so he can go back to the galaxy without the whales just saying again let's put a pin in idea. that we just don't have the time for it Plus, I get the whole. I get the whole everybody's force sensitive shit. Not everybody, not everybody needs to be a fucking Jedi. Well, I don't say she's a Jedi, but I'm saying maybe her connection to the force is through her ability to fight or some shit. Or you know, I'm gonna be in this camp. Sabine's a good character, right? But if you're not gonna make fucking Finn. A goddamn force using Jedi. Nobody is. Nobody that isn't already a goddamn. <laughs> That's just Yo, me. Listen. By the end of this episode, I want to see fucking Sabine do use the force. I want to see her use the force. She's gonna force choke Ezra because he's gonna be that demon bad guy that we are all talking about. I I don't see that happening either. Because how would. Despite what the, the fuck wolves. happened with Ray, 
the food the force just doesn't switch on like a light switch you don't just automatically go oh i get it now or it's not the fucking skadoosh you don't just figure the shit out <laughs> the wushu finger hole yeah <laughs> a motherfucker said the wushu finger hole too that's one of the most deadliest techniques you can have Oh, did you guys also peep the lesson that might come up at some point? Where Shin was like, yo, there's more Marauders. And I'm going to call them Marauders. I don't remember what they actually called them. And Balin was like, the enemy of our enemy is our friend for now. That could be foreshadowing if Something happens, and Shin now has to align herself with Ahsoka and Sabine. The enemy of my enemy is my friend for now. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's such. What? See, this is what fucking what is driving me a little crazy. Is you get the Sabine moment where you're like, ah, I'm not gonna tell you shit. Don't worry about it. But then you get good writing, to where Shin is legit concerned. Like, wait a minute. Why are we aligning ourselves with this piece of shit? Yeah. This is what what are we doing? I don't understand what's going on. Like that's I don't know why we got that fucking that different play in the same fucking episode. What you were saying. No, I was gonna say, so what what are we saying that that um Balin and, and Shin are? Because he goes, I'm training you to be something different. So she's not a Jedi. She's not a Sith. So the prevailing theory that I've seen, and I'm only calling it the prevailing theory, is because I've seen it in two places, and nobody else has talked about this. So I got to go. This is the only thing going. Is that uh, Shin may be half Night Sister. And he's training her to be some sort of combination of force and magic. Or the the reason he aligned himself with uh, Morgan and the Night Mothers is to eventually teach her some of the magic. She's got the Jedi Force way. Now she learns the magic and becomes some hybrid shit. Or, what I think is more likely is the dark side was on the Sith were use this power for selfish means. The Jedi were give up all possessions, use this power only to be good. Well, doing it that way didn't work. Doing it the Sith way doesn't work. But if I could train you to be more to where you can just use the force no light or dark it's the force at your fucking fingertips now you become something way stronger i think that is what he's getting at and that is what he's looking for is something to connect him to where using the force lightning isn't a sith move Hmm. it's a move like ray did it yeah 
That that's personally what I think. But again, you know, I'm just I'm taking the little bit of thread that they have and just extrapolating from there. Yeah, trying to. <clears throat> I'm seeing a shadow in the space wells and go, oh well, that's got to be. That's got to be Grogu and Din from that episode. Yeah. I, I would love for them to be able to connect that, though. <laughs> to legit, like, them show it and be like, yeah, yeah, that's them. It's like... <sighs> just but so how, they can you say know, that would, and everything. That would make sense if Ahsoka was just sitting there doing this, and then she started smiling, and Hu Xuanyin goes, what's up with you? She goes, just got in touch with an old friend or a new friend. To insinuate, like, she can sense Grogu in the... I, I wouldn't mind that. Just to, again, just have that little bit of... Just another yeah. part to her now. Because now it's like, even she feels it. Having that, having that moment of just like, because of all this clarity, that it's like, an old friend. That's it. Yep. That would be great. That would be great. Just to have something like that, but... I doubt they'll go into that much detail, especially with fucking two episodes left. Word. We shall see. Wait till we get the novelization and then we can read it. (laughs) Man. The amount of stuff they could put in these books and they don't. Have you you ever read a novelization of a movie? No. Uh, They put so much more shit. And sometimes you reading it and you're like, but why the fuck did they keep this for this? Yeah. Put this in there. What? So, no. you know, the, the dark magic. Do okay. you think that's what Thrawn is going to use to raise the dead of his already killed army? Or oh. are they going to Darth Maul brother this shit? So, the army that he has, the night troopers? Yeah. The theory is they're already dead. That's because in the books, he has an army of dead with him. That's his shit. So the theory is that these guys are already dead. That's why they're bandaged up, taped up. They got the fucking gold throughout the shit. Like, they're already zombies. And to your point, the night, what I've heard is, or the hope, is that the night mothers are going to create something for Ahsoka to fight. Because Thrawn knows again I want to know everything about her. Because when you construct the thing for her to fight it's going to be one of three things if he's really going to pull. And again this isn't for me this is somebody else who thought of this before I did. It's either going to be Vader it's either going to be Darth Maul or it's going to be Anakin. Somebody's, uh, some people like it could be a mix of all three. Who knows? But if we're going to turn into Shang Tsung. Yeah. But I think it'd be crazy if they brought back Maul in the instance of Morgan should know who the fuck Maul is. Yeah. As the son of Dathomir. Tell the Night Mothers. Maybe she doesn't know the exploits of what he did, but 
She should know something. Make this dude. And the fucking moment where Ahsoka shows up and like, Maul's here? Because she doesn't know. he. I don't think she knows he's dead. That happened in the desert on Tatooine when it was just him and Obi-Wan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would make sense for her to, to miraculously know. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't think they have Twitter around there just... I don't know, man. <laughs> but I mean, that the force that has its own uh, social media. That could be something, and then we get a small recreation of the live, act, you know, in live action of the animated fight they had. There you go. Or I don't know. It's got to be something badass. Yeah. Toe was just like, nah, fuck that. I mean. I would rather it be some. If it's gonna be one of them, I would rather it be Vader. She already fought Anakin. I mean, but then again, she already fought Vader. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So to to have him fight that again should be already used to it. But to like, let's say they made more like Darth Maul's brother. Okay. And that nigga's huge. That would be one of those. Oh shit! Cause in the cartoon, Darth Maul's brother was a bad motherfucker. Yeah. So, yeah, would that be a big moment? Yes. And had anybody else sat there and was like, resurrect somebody? Like if Morgan was like, "Yo, we need to, we need to resurrect somebody for this girl to fight." Yeah. But the fact that it's Thrawn. That's the only thing that's giving me a little bit more leaning to. It's got to be something that's going to affect her mentally. Yeah, It can't just be a big dude for the sake of being a big dude. Because Thrawn's more calculated than that. And to the point of, well, she's already fought Anakin and Vader. Thrawn doesn't know that. Yeah, it's the, it's the same uh, principle. We know that early. he doesn't know what the fuck that they've done that shit before. I mean, the Knights just have to figure it out. No, they can't. They're not connected to the Force. They didn't even they didn't even foresee that she was alive. Yeah, or that that she didn't die. Like, fuck. They couldn't even tell which guy, which person which was doing the, the fucking <laughs> Jedi shit. They thought it was Sabine. Like, that's what when they said that, and then automatically pointed at her. I'm like, oh, so they don't like. I thought they would know they, everything. Like, they she didn't. She, the 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 woman did. The sisters just said it reeks of Jedi, and looked into the camera. They the, everyone turned around to Sabine on some. They talking about you. And again, smart writing when it's being turned. What the fuck are you looking at me for? Is that me? Shit, like I don't know these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Did you look down? Like remember, you brought me here. I'm here. Up, but... I'm here for Ezra. I ain't fucking with y'all. <laughs> you be alright. Shit, I ain't wear my my Jedi cologne. <laughs> Shit, I don't know who the fuck you think you talking to, but. 
<laughs> I got both eyes. I don't have no jet eye. I mean, I got jet lag. <laughs> I ain't got no jet eye on me. Shit. But yo, there's another small thing that I saw somebody bring up that wasn't a wasn't an issue for me at the time. Yeah. Like at the time of watching it. But after hearing him bring it up, it kind of is a little bit like, yeah, no, this shit is a little funny. Where they brought Sabine to the planet and they're like, oh, well, we're going to have to put her. She's going to have to wait in the fucking cell. And she's yelling, where's Ezra? Take me to Ezra. You promised me Ezra. And again, watching it live, I'm not going to lie. That didn't bother me at all. That, that just... It happened, it happened, I wasn't thinking of it. But to hear this dude turn around and go, why the fuck are you yelling and complaining? You know damn well Balin had no clue where the fuck Ezra is when he brought you on board. What, you just got here what, did you think he was going to immediately after touching down going, Ezra's 40 clicks that way. Go. He don't know where yeah. the fuck Ezra is. No. Like, what the fuck are you yelling at and hollering at? You broke the deal. When? We didn't even get to part A yet. We just showed up here. <laughs> yeah. So I know he's in Florida. Where's he at? <laughs> we just got to Florida. I don't know. It didn't work. That that is true. I, it's, but that I will admit that, that again, watching it live, it didn't it didn't affect me. That's just a small nitpick. That it's one of those things where, like, somebody's like, "Oh, you know, you should need a hot dog," and you're like, "Why?" And then they tell you, and you're like, "Well, fuck." I don't want the hot dog no more. But you've already had 30 years of eating hot dog. It didn't affect you then. You also, <laughs> yeah. like, halfway through, like, halfway through it already, they're like, yeah, yeah, I don't want this no more. Like it's a it's... fact that somebody read it. There was an article that there's a certain percentage of human DNA in hot dogs. And she was like, oh, I'm not eating hot dogs ever again. And somebody, like, uh, I don't. I don't think it's called stitching. I don't think that's the right term. But somebody added on to that video and was like, "Well, he read the article, the full article, and what they were talking about was vegetarian hot dogs." And he was like, "I've been eating vegetarian hot dogs for the last seven years because I thought they were better, and now you're telling me that I've eaten some trace amounts of human DNA. I don't know what the fuck to do with myself anymore." <laughs> Jesus. Shit. This is why you don't eat vegetarian nothing. You know what I thought they were going to say? When she was like, oh, some trace amount of human DNA. I thought they were going to be like, the article was going to be like, well, pigs and humans share, we share some number of fucking DNA. DNA. Yeah. And I thought they were going to be like, oh, well, that's the number you know, that's the little coincidental shit that we share. And that's what's in there. But apparently no, vegans. In order for you to make fake hot dogs, you have to kill people. Proud of yourself now? 
Slayer boy. I don't know why you're looking at my boy Ray like that. I mean, is it the gray hair? Does he does he does he do it for you? Yo, what the? Uh, what the fuck is with the, the with the Ray hate? Um, I don't know. Maybe they just mad because he's cute. You're right. Are these your people that are just coming in <laughs> to bust your balls or what the fuck? I, I have no clue who this dude is, but yeah. tell him, big fool. Kick, uh, I guess, brings the weirdos, but it's all good. I guess so. Yeah. Jesus. Welcome, I guess. So, yeah. All right. You're doing the wrong thing by coming in here <laughs> spreading accusations. Listen, man, I got one rule. If you're going to insult somebody, you got to be funny. And if you're not funny, you're done lost. Facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's got to be funny. That's probably Taquan. The bad? <laughs> nah, I think Taquan speaks better than that. Oh, was no. a vegan. He drinks water. Yo, first off, show. Shut up. <laughs> Yo, that was the biggest insult we got into the night. Damn. Oh, Jesus. Yo, I'll tell you right now. You ain't going to get any reaction out of me. There's nothing you can fucking say to me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Listen, man. And I can tell you're new around there because, one, you don't know. You don't, probably don't know what the fuck this stands for. You don't know that I change this every fucking so often. And who are <laughs> the actual name is so, and you can't spell type first time. Yo, facts. So, uh, face. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's our um, that's our Sabine moment. Yeah. <laughs> so, you drink water now? No, I don't. <laughs> uh, I. You haven't seen my ass. You see from the like the middle of my chest up. <sighs> yeah, I mean, and it's not that hard to type, bro. <laughs> this is how I know you're a fucking rookie. <laughs> you gotta get them numbers up, player. Yo. What you doing? One, one, two times a week. Come on. Yo, pick up the phone and start dialing. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we're getting back, we're to, back the, to the conversation. Yeah. Um. I. What do you think, Ray? What do you think that big bad is gonna be, or what Drawn is gonna use that magic for? I, at this point, I would assume we're, we're gonna see something come from this army, like especially bringing in the new is General uh, Eknock was the name. Just seeing seeing that. I feel like that was maybe a percentage of the army that we're about to see. And just seeing just more undead or if this is already part of the undead, just even growing even stronger there. But my thing is, I don't know what is he actually going to go conquer right now, though? What is his end goal of all this? Like, that's what I want to see. Where is he taking this uh, this army? Back to our galaxy or their galaxy to go people up 
Is it what was his, his? That was his thing, right? His mission was to bring back the the first order or some shit in Rebels. No, it was to further the advancement of the Galactic Empire. Yeah, what I said. Yeah, no. the The first order was nowhere near on anybody's <laughs> mind when Rebels came out. I was about to say, I don't think that 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 works. But if that's the case, then yeah. But I uh, don't even think Disney. I think Disney bought. Disney bought Star Wars, I think, in 2015. And okay. I think Rebels was already fucking was already out on Cartoon Network by that time. Yeah. And show you shut your mouth when you're talking to us, all right? But all right. I mean, this episode. Are we getting the big battle? And then next episode we're getting the Oh shit. Nah, man. We gotta get the they're going to set it up. We're thinking we're about to get the battle. And then tune in next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> like, we're not going to get the actual battle. Like, how would they not leave it to us for the last 10 minutes of the next episode? Yeah, but uh, see, this is the thing. We need at least three more. We need this episode, next episode, and the episode after that. Just because how are we getting back to the galaxy? All right. So we have this episode, next episode, and the movie. That's three years away. Yeah, but how are we getting back to the galaxy? I don't think we're getting to it by the end of this, no matter what. Because, because I'm sorry, I can't. I'm gonna we're gonna have to wait. But I don't like this whole shit. Is like, yo, after this season, next season will be crazy, but it's also gonna be 15 years away. I don't want to wait 15 years. You're gonna have to, no matter what. We're waiting. That's that's why I say to at least make it interesting. Have this fucking end on a fucking just wait. What the bad guys winning? Just end it on some fucking crazy shit. Because we're gonna have to wait no matter what. Either we're waiting three, four years for this movie, or we're waiting a good fucking three, four years for the next season. Like it, it's. Well, hopefully now that the writers strike over, and hopefully soon the actors get off strike. We don't have to wait three, four years. Because if Lucasfilm is smart, no. which you know, let's let's hope they they are. Fuck all the other shit you got planned. Fast track this Dave Filoni movie and capitalize on the goodwill you have from this Ahsoka show from the diehards that are watching. Yeah, but even then, you're still gonna have to wait two years. I doubt they could film all this and put it in production in a year. Why not? They got the volume. They got the what? So the volume, the volume is their new soundstage where the oh. war between worlds, the oh. battle of Geonosis, and um, when she went back and did the Clone Wars shit. That's what they don't need to go on location. They literally have a big ass dome that's oh. nothing but um, a high depth oh, yeah. projection screen, yeah, and yeah. they can put whatever image there. You you can be wherever the fuck you want to be. Fuck it. By next year, we should be able to see this movie. Yo, tomorrow, let's. Fucking go. Well, not tomorrow because they the ended the strike. strike. The 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 writer strike. The actors they, are still. They ended there. the war. The boys are coming home. Nope. Ladies, <laughs> you don't need to play baseball anymore. <laughs> We're gonna welcome the boys with a big <laughs> soldiers welcome. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Right now, what they did was they turned around and was like, the war's over. Anybody who's already stationed here in the States can go home. 
where we're now waiting for the boys from overseas to come back. <laughs> I don't know why the worst timing for that fucking song to come in my head. All I could think is that movie with Robin Williams. Vietnam. <laughs> Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> Shit. Shit, but I mean, we we pretty much finished it, you know, right? We we got everything handled. We got to get to next week now, cause yeah. oh man. Well, next I week is the, is the last episode, right? Yeah, yeah. next week is yeah. the last episode. You know, this is it used to be. All right, that Wednesdays wasn't so bad. Yep. Because all I had to do was not look at my phone after lunch. Do a zoom, zoom, zoom in your boom, boom. But now that they dropped the episodes as we're talking, now I can't look at my phone from now until I watch the episode tomorrow. Damn. Yeah. And what am I going to do sitting in that closet if I can't look at this guy's name? <laughs> I love how uh, okay, to give the throwback there. <laughs> I was told there would be no math. But on that note, ladies and gentlemen, tune in next week Thanks. for our dis- description of the episode and our predictions for the final episode. Yep. And where the answers will be told. And I want somebody in the chat to figure out why I chose this name. Figure right. out what this means if you're put in for next week when you guys all show up. That's right. Thanks. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, it's your friendly neighborhood knuckleheads signing out. Peace, everybody. Peace.